On today's episode, we talk about social media and how it is not designed for you to build it and them to come to you. Social media is designed for you to evolve yourself to meet your customers where they are. So we cover the foundational things that you need to know about your customers in order to find them on social, build a relationship, and scale your company. So let's get into the show. Welcome or welcome back to the Mind of George podcast. My job here is to help heart-centered marketers and entrepreneurs ethically scale their businesses by deepening your relationships with your customers, your employees, and yourselves. I'm a little bit crazy and I'm super stoked to have you, but if you haven't joined my crazy family yet, just go to mindedgeorge.com and remember that relationships will always beat algorithms. Now, couple housekeeping notes here in the intro. Please remember to subscribe, leave a review, even if you tell me that I belong in a mental institute and I'm just a little bit crazy, but I'm here to support you, I'm okay with that as well. Otherwise, keep listening because we have some gold for you today. All right, so today I'm gonna talk about how to find your most ideal audience on social media. Now this is something that I get asked all the time. This is something that I see people do wrong all the time. And I'm gonna sum it up in a sentence. Social media is not designed for you to build it and them to come to you. Social media is designed for you to evolve yourself to meet your customers where they are. So when it comes to finding your most ideal audience on social media, you have to do some psychographic research. You have to know who your avatar is. You have to know their age. You have to know their pain points. You have to know their problems. You have to know their before state, their after state, their objections, and the things in which they use and live their life as they're navigating to try to accomplish or solve or win on something that you're going to help them with, right? So you need to understand who your avatar is, which is why we teach this to you guys with our map of modalities and our captain's assessment and our beacon of beliefs that we have in our Facebook group and our free mini course, right? So the first thing that you need to do is you need to know who your customer is. Now, first thing, avatars, quote unquote, avatars are not a single mom who drives a minivan with two kids. Like that's not an avatar. I don't give a shit what kind of car they drive, how much money they make, because all of that is transactional. What you need to get into is you need to get into the emotional states of your customers. You need to get into their belief systems. You need to understand that there's three levels of beliefs when it comes to understanding your customer. And I call this rocks, reefs, and shoals. Another way to call this is external beliefs, internal beliefs, and paradigm beliefs, okay? So once you've understood who your customer is, then you start to pay attention to where those types of people hang out, right? So for example, Even if you have a demographic of CEOs and CMOs and they're pretty successful, there's a high likelihood of a chance that they're not hanging out on Facebook or Instagram. They're spending all their time on LinkedIn. Vice versa, let's say you have a demographic of 55 plus females and they are interested in home ec or staying at home consuming health content, health-related content, they are going to live on Facebook. But the caveat is, is that they live on Facebook just to consume, not to engage, and they always click through to long-form written content because that is the context of what they're used to. These people grew up reading newspapers and magazines, and so they like reading long-form things, not necessarily engaging on a dopamine hit endless scroll platform. So the first thing, like I said, you need to know who your customer is. The second thing is you need to know where they hang out. Now, once you figure out where they hang out, you need to double down your efforts and spend all of your time in a relationship with your customers on the platforms where they are, not on the platforms where you want them to be. And the size doesn't matter. 
I've watched people build $10 million businesses with a thousand customers. I've watched people build million dollar businesses with a hundred customers. And it's all about the level of relationship that you have with these customers. The deeper of a relationship that you can be with one to 50 or to a hundred of your ideal client, the easier your business gets, the easier the path gets, and the clearer the path gets to execute your goals and execute your vision, okay? And so now that we've covered all that, let's say that your audience hangs out on Facebook. Now your job is to go find them, not them find you, right? So maybe they're hanging out in Facebook groups. This isn't where you go to Facebook groups and you're like, hey, come check out my page. No, that's transactional. It's like a super high-end, one-night, disgusting stand. That's not how business and marketing works, right? So let's say you launch a fitness company and you're like, I'm going to build my audience in a Facebook group because there's accountability. It's a closed group. I can hold them accountable. I can give them free content, right? Well, now you've built it. And they're not going to come because Field of Dreams is bullcrap. I've covered this quite a few times. But now that you have it, you have a home. Once you have that home, of course, add your friends, anybody you have in that group. But then now your job is to go out and build and nurture relationships. See, entrepreneurs get this wrong all the time. They feel like for some reason when they create content or post something into the world that the world has a moral obligation to consume it, like it, comment on it, and share it. But here's a newsflash. They don't. It's no different. You don't get to walk into a bar as a single dude and just stand there in the corner and be like, I expect every woman to come over to me. You don't get to walk into a restaurant and be like, I want whatever table I want. So everybody else stands up and leaves. No. Marketing is a two-way value-based long-term relationship. And it's your job to initiate the touch points that invite or attract your ideal customer into your world with the right context. So now your Facebook group exists. Now that your Facebook group exists, you can go out and find the ideal people. And let's say you know your people are hanging out in other Facebook groups. Well, you go into those Facebook groups, but you don't go poach. You go add value. You literally go into those groups as your name and your brand and make sure your profile has a link to your group and it's really easy to see on your timeline because that's where congruency comes in. But then you go surprise and delight everybody. People are asking questions. You answer them and you're not like, oh, and if you want more, come into my group. No, you just go answer them right? And then go make friends with the group owner. Ask yourself, how can I support the group owner? Can I give content to them? Can I give value to them? Can we do a live with them? And you actually add value agnostic of a transaction, meaning not getting somebody your group or moving them over. Because if you go in and start poaching people, if you try to convince people, they're coming in defensive and they're not your ideal customer in the first place. And I watch people skew data and kill their businesses because they spend all their time convincing people to come rather than attracting the right people in the first place. And when you convince people to come, you start making statistical significant decisions off the wrong information and that's where you get into trouble, right? And so then you show up consistently. The people that are in your group, you over deliver, you go deep with, you use the ask column of your captain's assessment and be like, hey, do you have any friends you want to do this with? Can you invite them into the group? Because you've given value first and that's how reciprocity works. And then you go deep with them, you over deliver. Well, now all of your touch points in the world, in these groups with the content on your pages, you're encouraging people to take the content, to consume it, to use it, to get a win in their life and invite their friends to come back for more. And you're building a quality relationship that's predicated on touch points and value, not transactions and snake in the grass bullcrap. Okay. And so that's just one example of how you can do that on a Facebook group. I'll give you an example on an Instagram. Let's say you're launching an Instagram. 
account, right? You're a fitness person, you're launching an Instagram account. Now, obviously a lot of fitness people live on Instagram, right? So your job is to meet your customers where they are. So if you want people to follow you and engage with you, don't try to make them leave Instagram. Create content on Instagram that lets them do stuff on Instagram. Put videos on IGTV that are five minute workouts, then use your stories to tell people about them and get them to consume them and do them for free. Leave the captions and the comments to be like, hey, if you're committed to working out with me every day for the next week, leave it here, right? Now, in the beginning, you might only get one like, two likes, or three likes, right? And they might not comment. Let's say on your first 10 posts, you only get 10 likes a post and one comment. Well, what I see most people do is they go then try to find more people to like it or follow them. But you've already lost the game and you've already missed the opportunity. Because if 10 people liked your post and only one commented, that means nine people were missing something to enroll or engage them into being in a relationship with you. So then you click on the like button, you look at the nine people who liked and didn't comment, then you go to their profile and you comment, you encourage them and you support them and you initiate the first touch point to earn the right for them to come comment back. And so you have to feed your children before you can adopt any more. So then when you've handled the people that have already paid you attention, that are already supporting you and already seeing you and given them the opportunity to go deep, then you go find some relevant hashtags and you go add value. You don't go negotiate. You don't go convince people. You don't poach people. You add value. You add value. And I'm telling you, there's a very powerful business lesson in this. If you spend your time in business and marketing convincing people, you will have a hard time sustaining your business because all of your data is wrong and you will have more defensive, skeptical people because they weren't in the right place at the right time to be a fit for you in the first place. And so utilize the power of relationships and just like a lighthouse, and I use a lighthouse very, very intentionally. A lighthouse has to stand its ground and shine its light to be consistent to attract the boats to shore. Well, the boats are your ideal customers. But what I watch a lot of businesses and entrepreneurs do, especially on social media, is the moment a boat gets close to the shore, they turn off the light and jump in the water to save that boat, right? You can't do that because then nobody else sees the light and everybody dies. You have to hold space and maintain integrity, not convince people to come into your company, but enroll them into your company, enroll them into an afterstate, into an emotional state, into a journey that's going to help them win first so that they can make a transaction with you that isn't predicated on dollars because you've already transformed their lives. And this applies to social media a lot. And so my one thing that I will tell you with social media, now that you know how to find your audience, where they hang out, and a couple tips, strategies, and tactics, is there's no such thing as overgiving. 86% of marketing is word of mouth. And the average consumer gives eight to 10 brand recommendations or non-recommendations in a 60-second conversation. And so by you giving content and building relationships, you're loading your customers or potential customers' guns or magazines with ammunition to go talk about you. Now, remember, there's only five reasons that people share on social or in life. It helps them look credible, creates controversy, it's humor, it's educational, or it's for social status. And so if you're giving and giving and giving and giving, and you're giving them one of those things to share, they're going to tell their friends, they're going to enroll them in, and you're going to have a massive compounding effect of a big ripple because you stood with structure and integrity, enrolled people for the right reasons, empowered them to achieve their goals, and then utilize the power of those relationships 
relationships to bring more of the right people in, to trust you, to build a relationship with you, to then have you help them take a journey, whether with a digital product or a physical product. And so that is how I go about finding my most ideal audience on social media and how I think you should do the same. Thanks for listening to this episode. And like I said in the beginning, and probably a ton of times throughout, make sure you subscribe to the show if you want to hear more. Now, leave a review if you like me. Actually, don't leave a review if you like me. Just leave a review if you feel so inclined. But I'm going to ask you because it helps other people find this. And I'm going to give you a little marketing lesson in the outro of this anyways. Go to mindofgeorge.com so you can get into our crazy family and also get a free gift my team and I made for you. Now, here's the thing. There's only four types of customer journeys and I'm sending you to one page to cover all of it. But our job is to give you everything that you need to succeed as an entrepreneur. See, what I want is I want you to be in our family. I want to be in a relationship with you. And I want you to have a win before I ever get a win. And so on that page, you'll see some of the best stuff that we have, our top podcast episodes, our free courses we put together, our free content. And there's one in particular that I'm super proud of. We put together a free 30-day transformational marketing course. Literally, just need your email so you can get in and get into the membership site. We talk about the two most important documents in your business, your lighthouse and your avatar sheet, which we now call the beacon of beliefs in your captain's assessment. We teach you about the conscious and subconscious customer journey, how to have congruency in your marketing, the psychology of email marketing marketing, the six email sequences that your business needs to have right now to win, the two most wasted pieces of real estate and digital marketing that you can fix right now, my special five-part email recipe, and how to reframe your card abandonment strategy so you don't insult people's intelligence anymore, plus whatever else I can come up with on a certain level of crazy, because my mission is to teach you that relationships will always beat algorithms, and I'm ready to be on your team, I'm ready to be in your corner, and it's time for you to win a gold medal. So make sure you go to mindofgeorge.com, and we'll see you in the next episode. I love you all. Bye.